When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. show i'm your host the big guy ryback happy thursday ladies and gentlemen we are streaming live 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 on tiktok and instagram the big guy ryback 22 thank you guys for joining me on the live streams over there we are live on twitch at ryback rules at x at twitter at ryback at youtube at ryback tv super chats are greatly appreciated and brought up in between taking calls here. Thank you guys for your support on those Super Chats. And we are live, the People's Podcast here on X Spaces, where you guys could join in via at Ryback on X Spaces during the live show. We've got the video on on there as well, but you can actually listen to the recording and hit that request to speak if you would like to come on this show. So whatever platform you are watching the stream on, swing on over to X Spaces if you'd like to call in and be a part of this show. This show's available on all podcast platforms. iTunes reviews are greatly appreciated. If you guys got a moment to go to iTunes and leave a star rating and write a review, it really, really helps out the cause on that. So thank you very much for taking a moment to do that. If you enjoy this show and it brings you value or enter any form of entertainment that you find makes you feel in a good way. This show is brought to you by Feed Me More Nutrition, my premium supplement line, sweetened with stevia and mung fruit. No harmful artificial sweeteners or colors for all people, men and women. He, she, and thee. Feedmemore.com. Sign up for my massive savings program, my email and text message program. Guys, on the menu bar, just click on it. Click on newsletter or text message. Sign up for each. One message on Wednesday, one on Thursday. Email Wednesday, text Thursday with my thought of the week, usually on the email or a message of health and fitness positivity, thought of the week, etc. on that, a fitness tip. You never know what you're going to get on that, guys. But 15% off for signing up for those, and we give huge discounts every week to our very high returning customer, loyal customers that we have. We have a very high amount of you guys, and I and I say thank you very much, and I try to hook you up as much as possible. But right now, we are giving you a free shaker bottle and tub of my Finish It BCAA Electrolyte Matrix 
raspberry lemonade flavor, guys. A $65 value. $65 value. Yours free. Feedmemore.com. Got all the Ryback merch, drinkware, ball caps, uh, workout accessories, and the best supplements on the planet. Guys, check that all out. Thank you for the support. Uh, let's see here. We're going to get going today. We're going to, we're going to jump right into it because this is what I, I saw a couple of tweets right before we, uh, that was from the, the TikTok. I heard a noise on that. The, uh, someone jumped, the AEW attendance for all in. So there seems to be, there was some more information that came out and there's no like controversy or anything with any of this. It just takes having a, uh, just a, just a little small amount of common sense. And I'm going to explain this to all of you. What is going on? So Tony Khan did the same exact thing. John says Tony Khan did the same exact thing. They poked at Vince for doing another folly in a long line of them for AEW. I'm still upset they robbed me of their video game. So John, let me go ahead and explain this to you. They did nothing wrong. They literally did the paid attendance on that on the for paid tickets. They didn't add comps to that from by all accounts, and that that's been checked from everything I can see. So they gave a very accurate number of the number that they had, which was probably the only number they had. Now, the turnstile number number just came out from the amount of people that came in that they actually checked in through the arena with that, that, that were tallied up, which that usually doesn't even get put out. So whoever got that, however, so cool, great. But like that number usually isn't what people like report anyways with that. And that doesn't usually come out until later. That's not something from everything that I know that they would have access to like right away on that, right? With it. But here's here's why the paid tickets. So it was the the paid tickets were 81,000 and change on that, which was the, the paid, and that's not counting comps. So they they gave an accurate number on that with that. So how that number is different from the 72,265, I believe it was, or somewhere in that vicinity, just under about a 10,000 fan difference on that. The reason for that probably was is not individual, not just individuals buy tickets on that. Other agencies or ticket distributors, resellers buy large groups of tickets and tip and typically mark them up with that. So even if you've got a, a reseller, you've got somebody that has money. A lot of people, individuals do this too that have money. They might go, I'm going to buy 100 of these tickets and I'm going to turn around and, and, and sell them and I'm going to mark them up. Uh, a considerable amount and, and make a profit on each ticket. And they might only get rid of, may, might only get rid of 50 or 75. They'll probably still make, make money on them, but that, but then for whatever reason, because the people on the upsell price didn't want to pay that price, whatever the reason may be right with that, they didn't end up reselling them to individuals to go to the event. So that's where you would get that discrepancy. Then obviously you're going to have maybe some people that just didn't go, even though I think that number would be on the smaller end of things because they're like emergencies, but you got to factor in probably a small amount of that as well, right? So what they did was like, they didn't lie to anybody or do anything wrong. Somebody just found out the turnstile amount, which like, I don't think that, that I've never seen that reported to this day. So it, it appears there's probably like WWE lovers or because it's like, it's crazy how people like are like picking one promotion or the other. Like you just can't like both like with this, because you should just be supporting the wrestlers in general with this. But it's, yeah, that's what is pretty much going on by all accounts from everything that I've seen. And there's no like conspiracy theory or anything. Like if, if they had 72,000 there, 265, great. They sold and made a profit on 81,000 something tickets, which was, which was what they did, right? 
as a business, that's the number that matters. So and you can't you can't control the amount of people like or, or resellers buying tickets and marking them up and, and selling them for higher than what the tickets would have been originally, right? But they sold those tickets regardless. So I like it's just common sense, guys. I hope that explains it to you. And so rather than like John, like wait, you're waking up, John. And I just want you, and I don't care less what you like or what you support, like as far as, but you're you're like the problem in the world, John. You wake up. And you decide to be angry at something. Oh, like, how does that have any bearing or effect on anything you're doing in your life? You're just choosing to get angry. Like, you, let, let's reread what, how you wrote this. Because you clearly get angry at other things AEW has done. And if you would like to come on the show and actually talk with me about this, you're more than welcome on X Spaces. You're, you're, and I, like, we could just talk civilly about this. But it upsets me when you guys act like this. And you're trying to, like, you go on, the, on Twitter and these other platforms and you guys spew hate and negativity at all of this. There's nothing to hate on about any of that with it. But that's what the dirt sheet people, that's what you read, right? And you put everything, you let these people and their thoughts that they're trying to, to stir you guys up and get you angry because they're making money off of all of you. When you click on their sites and read their articles and they get their paid ads for their websites and everything, that's how they make their money. They lure you in. And then you allow them to manipulate you, but it's your doing with it. And then you go regurgitate the thing that you hear from the person who's working you. You guys are all getting worked by dirt sheets constantly. You've got to take a step back when you feel the emotion that you feel. Take some deep breaths. Don't go right just to reacting to going and putting hate out online and ask yourself, like, I wonder why this could have been. And like, literally just take a second and think about it or do some more research and go, how, okay, that number and then like, like, what, what's the difference between that? And like, what I just explained to you, wait to talk to somebody or hear somebody that's not putting out a podcast just to hate on everything. Right. That's all that it is. And it, it, it is. So I, I hope that that gives you clarity on the situation. You're welcome, John. But I just don't want to see, you, like, you, you're already, and you, the way you put it out, it's another folly in a long line of them for AW. So that's a false statement by you. You're regurgitating dirt sheet things. And, like, and you're like why not just try to support them and, and hope that they do better because the people that you like will do better? What's so wrong with that mindset? Any of you guys ever think about that? How about just being happy for that, for the wrestlers rather than trying to be so angry on things and trying to just stir up drama and controversy where they're like none exist in that sort of thing. So, and if that was WWE, I would tell you the same exact thing with that. And I talk positive about a lot of things that they do as well. I just tell you the truth about different things and how they treat the talent that the talent that are there will not speak up on because they will get fired for. And I am their voice and I do this and it's personal on a lot of, and a lot of things. And I'm straight up on that with that, but geez, guys, come on. All right, let's get going. Good to see everyone. Hopefully the X spaces, the, the account has been severely compromised still, but we're going to keep on, keep on pushing forward. Everybody on, on uh, TikTok, if you would like to be a part of this show, X spaces to call in. I will be doing more Ryback lives on TikTok every time uh, at night at some point. We did one last night. I talked to some really cool people. I got to talk to Dragon Phoenix, was probably my favorite conversation. Him and Shawnee, we got to get Shawnee to a thousand uh, followers on TikTok. They will not let him show his body. 
on the lives. They they go they they've they've implemented a policy that Shawnee needs a thousand followers to be able to be seen on the live. And he was shirtless and ready to go. He had the headset on, and uh, they they just go they literally wouldn't let him. So we need to get his followers up. Shawnee Caulfield guys on TikTok. Let's get him some follows so he could join those lives at night. I talked to Ali Baba G last night, and uh, he had he he was I guess he's modern mo, mo, moderna. I don't know what is modern G. He had underwear on his head though with a ball cap, and he had no bed frame. But I guess he's a pretty like popular guy over in the UK. But he had no idea, I think, who I was with it. I clearly had no idea, but I, I do have a much larger following than him with it. But he was, I talked to him and then I let a guy in that couldn't speak English. And we had a nice little triple threat going for a minute. I spoke a little bit, un poco espanol, uh, CSC, not, not the greatest, but okay. And, uh, you know, we had, a, we had a good time. So make sure you check out those TikTok Ryback lives at night. All right, let's take a call here. We've got a new caller here, Tom Autry. Tom, welcome to the Ryback Show. Everyone tag Elon and tell him to come on live with me on the show. See if Elon will talk with me. Why Why I, I can't get more of my 1.35 million people to, to know that I have a show. Because only a thousand of them get the, get the update when I go live. Uh, Tom, this is already starting off horrible. Tom with the... Why is it whenever I try to take a new call, it's the Wi-Fi on their end? Oh, tick. Oh, Twitter. Exit. What's up? Good to see all of you guys over on TikTok. We maybe had a feature where all I, I okay. Tom, are you there? Promoted to. Excuse me. Hello. Hi, hi, Tom. How are you? Oh, wonderful, wonderful. I was not. I, I couldn't hear anything for a second, so forgive me for that. But how are, how are you doing, Ryback? I'm doing very good. You know who you sound like to me, Tom? Who? Oh. You sound like the little Peru aliens that Shawnee showed me. If the aliens could speak, I picture the little aliens from Peru having the, your voice. <laughs> um, I, I'll, I'll, t- I'll take it. It's I, a compliment. I you have a very I, unique I, unique I, voice. My entire life, guys. I, I, I'm not, I, I joke around and I'm very sarcastic, but I, I do mean, it, I legit, that went through my head. Like, I think I go, if those little it, aliens could it, speak. I, I love it either way. I'm, I'm legitimately, I'm talking to a famous wrestler. That is, that, that is the biggest sell point of my day. So, okay. I just want to make sure I'm not making fun of you or anything. It is a real, like no, I, no, 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 okay. No, you're per- you are perfectly fine. My I sound like a big Neanderthal caveman. So I'll make fun of myself too in the process. So I'm not, you know, but. Yeah, you, you, I mean. I mean, I, I kind of, I, I like the fact that you kind of went with Neanderthal because I, when you when you say Neanderthal, it reminds me of this one, one segment back back in the day, back in WWE when you, it was a, it was a it was a promo, it was a, a not even a promo, it was a fucking backstage segment. You, you popped you popped in the screen, and we're just like staring off into the, you staring off into. The void, and then said something about shell shock one two three something. I think it. I, I don't exactly remember. Remember, but uh, I don't either. Off I, of this I, one I, in particular, but 
But, uh, How's everything yeah. going? What, what's on your mind? Any questions today? I hope all is well on your end. Well, um, I well, I I just I wanted to get back in here because uh, I I, rem I remember which which we, we, we tried we I tried to jump into a call the other day, but then it kind it kind of just kicked me out. <laughs> all right, brother, it's yeah. that's a long ways from Peru to here, so the Wi-Fi, it's it, it can be yeah. shady at times. Well, well, I'm not well, I ain't in. Peru. I ain't in Peru unless you're in Peru. Oh no, I'm Peru. I'm not in Peru either. I was joking because the aliens—they discovered aliens in Peru the other day. Shawnee was posting the photos on the show, so I was just—I was just continuing the joke of the Peru aliens. Unfortunately, I don't. I know that you're not in Peru though. Uh oh, Tom, they took him. The other aliens took Tom away from us. No, they didn't. They, 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 the, the, the Peru aliens were the, talking to me live on the Ryback show and the other ones beamed them up. They go, no, 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 no. It was like, it was like what WWE did to Booker T when Booker's like, yo, 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 Shucky Ducky, come talk to me on the show. And I'm like, Shucky Ducky for show live brother. And he's like, no, 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 no. Like WWE sent that little beam request. Those little aliens from Peru just got the beam request from deep, deep outer space. No, 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 no. We can't have him talking to the big guy. No, no, no. Tom, I hope you're well, though, brother. I'll get you back on another time. I uh, I apologize the, for the, the connection. It happens on here with people. I, I understand. I've had it happen on my end. So. Let's get the big sausage in here, guys. We'll take some calls with the big sausage today, too, on here if he has time. Shawnee. Hello, hello. Oh, this isn't good. The the alien the Peru aliens are not happy with me. They've completely, completely tangled all signals over here. Oh no. What is this? This is this isn't good. Guys, I have a live show out, out there, outer space. Come on. This is the whole show revolves around talking to people. I mean, I can talk to myself for a very long time, but I mean, it's more entertaining taking calls and having the big sausage on here. Okay, we're going to let Shawnee, we're going to try this again. Elon's over there playing with things. Him and Linda hitting buttons. Elon doesn't know what ones. Shawnee! That's exactly what somebody would say that wasn't in Peru. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know that guy, he's one of those, he's one of those aliens, big guy. I'm, I'm Oh, I just wait to see the laughs as soon as I said it. it just, I legit, I, those are some things like just pop in your head where you're like, it's like Sean Strickland, but I'm not nowhere near like, he goes like, he goes really deep. Like I can, I can maneuver. I, I'll go for the laugh, but I know where to draw the line. And, but I go, he sounds just like those aliens. I'm like, ah, I don't feel like that's that big of an insult. I'm going to tell him. Definitely did sound like. Hey, 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 I'm Imagine, um, yo, we need somebody to clip his voice and put it onto the alien <laughs> and make it like AI. Like, yes. Speak. Oh my God, we need somebody to do that. Oh, uh, chat, please, somebody do that. Uh, oh, the, the Peru aliens talking to me, like from the podcast, where it's me telling him that I sound like the Peru aliens after we hear his voice. It, but you know how they have like the clips of the put a still think a picture of the of like joe rogan and whoever and then they put the audio 
We need that beginning audio, please, with my voice with the two Peru aliens. And then they took him away from us. He just got zapped away. They don't want him revealing too much on the show. His his identity was blown right off the bat. You're like, this guy's pretty good. They tried to sneak one of those aliens onto a podcast. And nope. He, he, he escaped from Elon's lair. <laughs> <laughs> Elon, then we get you on here, and then Elon and Linda start pushing buttons like crazy. Abort, abort, abort. One of these days, I'm just going to, the show's just going to disappear. Like, they're not going to let me do these lives. They're just going to make it blatantly obvious. He knows our secrets. Oh, man. How you doing, big guy? Oh, I'm doing great today. But woke up super early, like at 3:45, and then yeah, wide awake. I got like I was like maybe got six hours and change, and then I I I might have I might have got another 20 or 30, um, and got up at like 4:15, 4:20. And I was just, I was just wide awake. I should have just are got you, a. Are you the type that can like you can go back to sleep once you get? Yeah, up usually, and I. But for whatever reason, last night I just woke up wide awake. Like I mean, you know when you just wake up and you're energy. Like I was just. Yes. Yeah. It was, I and exactly I go, oh man, I know I'm gonna be. I might be a little tired later, like later, like at night, where I'm gonna go yeah. want to go to. Like I go, oh, I'm probably gonna start getting tired around eight. I go by if I get up now, but I'm like, yeah. Whatever. Like in- yeah, you'll crash a little earlier. Like sometimes when I get up to pee or something, like it, that'll happen. Like I'll get up and I'm exhausted and then I'll walk to the bathroom pee. And then by the time I get back, I'm like wide awake. And I'm like, oh, oh my man, God. you know, it's sucks. That, uh, no, I usually have no issue. Luckily, I know a lot of people do. Now I have a, on rare occasion, I've had something random, but typically I fall asleep within seconds of laying my head on the pillow and I go. That's great. Yeah. So. But it's, how are you today? Everything good? Either. Yeah, man, everything's good, man. I, mean, I saw something with uh, um, Jade Cargill. They're saying that she's going to uh, apparently, like, I, I don't know if this is, like, true, but every uh, this guy, uh, all the, like, dirt sheets are reporting it. I saw this, yeah. Yeah, that she's, probably, that, that she's likely to go to WWE. Man, let me tell you, I don't know if you could comment on this, but I will. She is smoking hot. Like, yeah, yeah, beautiful oh, woman. Man, she is gorgeous. She's married to Brandon Phillips, who was a um, the second baseman for the Cincinnati Reds for a long time. Oh wow! Yeah, uh, I, I didn't know that. I knew she was married. I didn't know to who with that. Um, yeah, sorry, she, she's I'm sorry, Brandon. Yeah, she's uh, incredible. <laughs> If I say that, no, if I say that, that gets, they do it to try to make me look bad, of like a course, creep or whatever. I so I always will be it. respectful towards Tell it. Them the big sausage wants the pipe. <laughs> <laughs> wants the pipe. <laughs> One of the hottest wrestlers I've ever seen named Jade Cardgill. She is. I want to change her name to Jade Caulfield. <laughs> Brother, anything's possible. You never know. Get back and make you the. We get that Ralphie Shawnee character going, and we have a little interaction. Shawnee turns the corner backstage, and he's wearing the the, the cutoff, the, the speedo, and the little cutoff sausage shirt with the lugs boots. And you just like opposites attract. Jade with that that defined 
ripped physique, and you're just walking down the hall, and you've got your little toy, little pillow sausage that we sell at the arenas for little kids to wave sausages when you come out. <laughs> like the like the DX glow sticks, but they're sausages, little pillow sausages. It looks like kids are waving little. <laughs> Bro, I can see that happening. You're just getting a huge ego too. You, everyone just hates you. You never take any bumps. You don't work, but you just do podcasts and you're just with me. And but just take you to the number one merch seller in all the company. Kids love the big sausage. <laughs> And then we'll also sell for the adult crowd. We'll sell for the moms. We'll sell actually. We'll sell hardened plastic sausages made of. Well, I'm all about the marketing, brother. We'll, we'll be raking in the money. It. I love it. I see it. it Mom, moms could also have the big sausage, but for later on. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> sausage after dark. Yeah. <laughs> This is why I want to be back in wrestling because I will make these things a reality. I have the money to like, even if it was just independence, I would, I would like to do, I just think I might do this, just do a run on the indies no matter what, just so I could have you with me for a brief period. Like like this, just have a run with you as my manager, just to we get you airfare. I think we could draw like atomic heat. I swear to God, I think we could. I I really do. I just, Tony and them just starting buzz of this new act on the independence that that I'm healthier than ever. Than but he comes with a little bit of baggage now, Tony. <laughs> me and you. The meeting is just me, you, and Tony discussing the future of this trio. Uh. <laughs> Or we we convince Tony for the big guy security with the we keep punks out. It's me and you. Though no, that's our introduction to AEW. Big guy, I see it right. The first, so you you the first time you go out yourself, right? I don't want to be there, right? You go out yourself. You get the big pop, the the return pop, blah blah blah, right? The second time, right? People think you're coming out. Your music hits, but all of a sudden. It, the screen goes black. Everything goes black, right? And all of a sudden on the screen, everyone's looking at the screen with their phones out. You see everything's lighting up around them. And all of a sudden, it just become it, it just open like it, the screen just opens up. And as it's opening, it, it, it you realize that it's in a camera inside a barbecue right and it's and it's seeing the lid open and as the lid's opening i come out as the big sausage <laughs> that's that's your titan tron is a, is the sausage thing opening though and it's like the little pillow sausage but it's a sausage with like a little happy face on it it jumps out of the jumps out of the barbecue because it doesn't want to get cooked it's gonna live, and then out you come. Can we give out little sausage ice creams to everybody? No, we'll, we'll give out. What are those little, the little, the little mini sausages? Though we'll feed the crowd mini sausages, endless mini sausage buffet, all you can eat little mini sausage mukbang. Just throwing sausages at the kids in the crowd. Literally, you just got them in your pockets. We we line your pop pockets with plastic. On that, that you have the jean shorts on that you rip off eventually for this for the speedo. 
but you constantly you're constantly throwing out sausages. Your hands are always really grimy and slippery. I'll, I'll get like no, you know how sausages come in like um, uh, like they look like nunchucks. Yeah, I'll, yes. I'll, I'll, I'll carry those around my neck. Uh, and I'll just fucking hit people with sausage. When we're in like when we. When we're in states like New York, when we're in like New York City or really progressive places, we'll go with Beyond Sausage and have you get those to really, again, try to diversify and keep you appealing to all audiences as well. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh. oh, my God. Look at the, 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 where I always post the pictures. Uh, my friend John posted a picture of the last call. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. Hold on. I can't. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta retweet this. Oh. It's too much fun, man. John is on the on the money on how quick he gets this stuff done. Oh, he became your biggest fan. <laughs> I'm three feet tall. Believe it or not, John is uh, uh, is one of the nicest guys I've ever met. He's about six six. Um, oh man, twenty. I think he's he, he's a he's a house baby. He's a he's a, he used to wrestle as well, but he doesn't anymore. But okay. Oh, good deal, John. Thank you very much. That was uh. Oh my my whole body hurts just from laughing. It's, but. What do you think about Jade, big guy? What do, you, do you think that is possible? Yeah, I think it. I've been waiting. I, I, I think that because contracts have to be coming up, and I think now, especially now that that deal is done with Endeavor, I think we're gonna. And we see how the booking is happening with some of the people. Wardlow's another name we. I keep hearing people keeps going. Wardlow would be perfect in the WWE environment. De that depends, obviously, on how creative. And well, they wasted him, big guy, because they he, he was like hot, and then all of a sudden they just put him in the background. Like I, I will say, and I like, and I'm not there, and so I don't know what's going on. I will say he at, during that MJF and, and all prior to that, he was getting the best reactions. He was on TV every week. And that momentum just was not carried on after that. Yep. And yep. It, like, and I don't like. I used to say before. So by the way, and people can go back and actually hear this. And I'm going to actually go on record. And I've already said this before. Before he was ever on TV, like he was outside of that little initial thing with Cody. Yeah. I on this show and people that listen regularly can remember this. Or I don't know what year it was before. A couple of years ago, before before he was on TV consistently. I go that guy. If they put him on TV every week and build him up. And I mentioned something about doing multiple power bombs or doing power bombs. And like, sure enough, they start putting them on TV not saying they got that for me or anything, but put them yeah, on, yeah. you put them on TV every week and let them be dominating. He started getting over with it. And then they put him in the storyline with MJF and it worked with it. Like the guy, yeah, the guy's yeah. money. You just got to put him on TV every week with it. Yeah, so, he is. He is. but and, like, and I heard he's a really nice guy. Yeah. I, I know remember. Justin Roberts, who I'm great friends with has nothing Whenever like guys like Nem like uh, Dolph Ziggler, Justin Roberts, guys that I just know are good human beings, when they yeah. tell me that he goes, "Oh, you would love him. He's a super nice guy." Like he's like because they them. know that I'm a nice yeah. guy. They know that like there's not like they know that we're all gonna the nice guys tend to find each other and wrestle it. Like course, you get along where yeah. you just know that like he's yep. he's not a a piece of trash or something. So and that was what the that was why when he was telling me that that's where my but where I my eyes perked up, where I go, oh, that would be someone cool to work with. Then, like he he's not he's not like he's not he's not a horrible human being. Or that's what people you know, 
that plays a big deal in wrestling, like with that. So, but my here's my thing on and that. This is where he's probably too nice of a guy, where he doesn't he's like he doesn't get caught up in the politics of like or trying to be a backstabber or different things. And you've got other people that are in that environment or can be right. And so, but like for, that's where they got to protect a guy like that and go, no, this guy's major money. We need to keep him on TV every week. I don't care. Like we need to make sure these are the kinds of guys we got to build up. And they did that. And he was over. Then like, he's still over, but he's just, things fluctuate. There was no reason that that had to go down in my opinion. Like it could have kept going up. So I don't, I don't know, man. I've heard his passport. Yeah. Got, someone said his passport got stolen uh, recently. And that's why he wasn't on the recent events and everything, but I don't know. I never heard. I saw a video where somebody, uh, um, I don't know if it was a shoot or work, I don't know, but somebody stole, uh, <clears throat> they stole his bag out of his car. Oh, no, that was a work. That was, I think, a, a deal with Hobbs initially. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That Got was, it. yeah. It. It could have, maybe it could have been something and they turned it into that, but I, I, I thought that was. But yeah, I, that's why I said I don't know. You it could have been, that, and that, that's why, yeah, and I don't know for sure either because I'm not, that could have been a real incident and then. They just oh, and then they turned it into because a, he didn't have work. his gear or yeah. something. Yeah, they very well could have, I or or you. it could have just been a work all along. You know that they just kind of. I'm a fan of that of like leaking something out that like happens that's not real to work everybody to play yeah. it out on yeah. TV. You know, I think that's great doing that stuff whenever you can. I it, did it for the Rock. <laughs> 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 that Rikishi moment is like an all-time moment in my head. Like, I think that is one of the funniest moments in wrestling in my life. Like, I did it for Rock. <laughs> I was always shocked when I was younger. When, was that when Rikishi ran over Austin? Yes, yes. I, I, was, I remember thinking, like, that was so out of the blue. I thought it was going to be a big new debut. And I remember I was... Me too. I yeah. thought they were going to debut somebody like completely unknown or do something. And I remember because like Rikishi had been there. And I love Rikishi with it, but I just I remember. I always love Rikishi. Yeah, yep. nothing but love. But it was one of those where I was like, wait, what? It was almost like the Vince McMahon reveal where he did the big, where he was, um, he was the reveal the one time on Raw. I, I can't remember what it was for. The, it was something with Undertaker, I think. And he, uh, they did a big buildup of who the mystery thing was. And it was Vince who was like there all the time already as it was. So it yeah, was so it wasn't it was like it was it wasn't like shocking. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't as shocking because but the problem that's the they had some really good shocking segments back then. So it's like when that happens, it, it's like your your expectations are always oh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah I, I don't want to see because yeah, I, I love the guys, but it's like you you're expecting something just entirely different in the, with it. A thousand percent. But like that would have been fine with Rikishi if they would have put the title on him. Or like pushed them all the way. It's like one of those weird booking things where it's like, like if you're gonna like put let put the title on him at least for like three, four, five months, and then have Austin win it back. I don't know. Yeah, that's I agree. Yeah, and uh, um, somebody uh, Baked actually uh, tagged us in something that he wants us to talk about. So apparently, uh, it said this article that he he uh, put us in. It says that uh, McMahon uh, apparently has. Uh, rights to make key decisions in you in the UFC now because of the endeavor. Oh wow. Um, I don't know how true that is. Uh, so I'm just going to speculate. Uh, like, I don't think that it's a, like per se, a bad thing to have Vince's mind in there. Um, but I'm worried about how it will go being that wrestling is predetermined. And I don't ever want to second guess a live sports event. If it is predetermined or not. Right. So, yeah. 
So I worry what, about that sometimes, big guy. Honestly, yeah, like, I don't uh, think they're not. They're not gonna because they deal. They're, they're gonna keep. It's not. They're they're not gonna. They're not. I don't think the. I mean, you're, you're not wrong. I, I understand. Like the, it, it, it's the worries on it, and it, it, it's like you never know, right? Like you just yeah, never know. Yeah. But the um, what I believe they're doing, it, and what I've heard is because UFC now, and I don't know if you've heard this, they are now going to be trademarking any catchphrases or things for fighters that they they're going to be doing exactly what WWE is. So their contracts. What they're going to start doing with UFC, from what I understand and what I read, is they're going to start implementing more WWE-type contracts to the fighters with that. I also think what they're going to do is with Vince, I think he's going to open their eyes to creating custom music for the fighters, where they're not using the licensing deal on music, where they come out with their own music they could release on iTunes for That's fighting. That's interesting. That's I, interesting. I, I really believe, and because I saw Dana White, there was a comment made by a UFC executive on how they like wanted all UFC fans to be WWE fans and all WWE fans to be UFC fans. And yeah. Dana was like angry at the comment saying that's never going to happen. And I, I think that's true. I don't think that's ever going to happen. But what I, I think is going to happen is wrestling and UFC are literally the same thing. The only difference is one goes into an octagon and performs a real fight. The other goes into the ring and puts on a sports entertainment match with that. Yeah. The buildup the yeah. build and everything to that is all – very similar, but wrestling is worked and fighting is real. So the things that people are saying and that sometimes the fighters can do it better than the wrestlers because there's actual real hatred there with that. Absolutely. But Absolutely. the whole build up, I think Vince is opening their eyes on how they could exploit that even further and monetize the UFC brand even further and what they've done. And that's why he gave them the playbook essentially when they sent Dana there many years ago for the playbook and paid him. And that's why they rewarded Endeavor, rewarded Vince with a higher billions of dollars within what they were actually worth. That was his compensation for giving them the playbook, I believe, with that as a thank you. And what they're doing now is they're merging minds on what both organizations are doing. And now a $21 billion, I believe they're going to become much, much bigger with all of this with it, but they're going to, they're going to be taking control of the fighters, much like Vince has with the wrestlers even further. Got it. And this, it's Got not, it. that's not a good thing with that. No, I, I just hope, like, I hope if there's something good out of that, that the fighters start getting paid more money because they deserve to get paid more money. Yeah. And um, if that helps them get paid more money, then I'm totally with it. But obviously, when you get paid more money, other things get sacrificed, right? Like, yeah. so, so those things... Like, like you said, like such, such, such things as a trademark can mean your whole life. Like, look at your situation, big guy, right? Like, yeah. so that, like, that could mean your whole life. And these fighters, the only difference is these fighters fight off their real names. Yeah. So that, that's going to be one thing that they can't have, right? It's because it's always going to be their real name. But right? the problem you know? with that is, is like they, they, they're minimizing their ability to monetize while they're there. Like they did the Reebok deal. They don't get anything from that. Like they, like the fighters, like they, they took oh, away the their fighters. So UFC they, get something from that? They get the UFC had made the deal with Reebok and, and took away the, the fighters. The fighters used to be able to have sponsors going into the fight with okay. it, where they got paid by their sponsors for whatever, whether it was on their trunks or different things that they would promote leading up to a thing. Like a fighter might have like before Monster Energy was with the UFC, Brock, let, but Brock, like uh, Jimmy John, Brock had Jimmy John. They get, they got paid it. him millions of dollars or whatever it was to wear the Jimmy John's logo when he fights with that. And like, that was that oh, got, on the, on the shorts. Yes. yes. That yes. got taken away when they did the deal with Reebok, they took away sponsorships from the, from the fighters 
where they had to just wear Reebok logo. Yeah. So, but the other problem with this is, is fighters, even if they have their real name, the career of a fighter is much shorter than a career of a pro wrestler typically, and it can be gone at any point in time. And they typically, you know, the money that they're making is very little until like you really make a name. Like, so you have to survive and, and, and win all these fights and build up a thing and then get to the UFC and then have a successful run after you've already fought for years typically and all the yes. training. So your body's already, by the time these guys get going, their bodies are already pretty much shot. And it's just like, it, it's all luck essentially and how they take care of themselves. But they're one one bad fight away from being done forever. So yes. their, their ability to monetize while they're there is now going to be further minimized. And then when you're done fighting, I mean, a lot of these guys are brain dead or they're, they're not, their ability to think isn't as clear. They have brain significant brain damage. And so like their ability outside of the few that work for UFC, like the Daniel Cormier, and the Michael Bispings that, you know, then the Anthony Smith got type guys that are, have the ability to articulate and talk and communicate. Those guys get opportunities and it's very few and far between, but most of the guys just kind of end up like with nothing to do with it. Got it. And so it's very, it, man, it, it's concerning, but I, I am curious to see how it, how it goes, but I think they're merging ideas of like all, like all they care about is making as much money as possible. Yeah, that's all they care yeah. about. That's all, yeah. And I don't know if, you know, but but who's yeah. to say, like, and I'm always will, if UFC finds ways to monetize things like songs, maybe fighters and things then start getting a, a, cut, a percentage like WWE. So maybe revenue can increase over time. Or they'll have more opportunities to earn other ways. You know what I mean? Their, their yeah, revenue streams yeah, increase yep. Yep. with having theme music and iTunes purchases or Maybe Vince can help these guys with the merchandising things of side of things. That's one thing they do really well. Like UFC, like they, I don't know if they have action figures. I'm sure they have some. They do, but they didn't do it well. They're not well. Yeah. So that's another thing that WWE has those ties and those connections that UFC, that those fighters, those figures can be bigger than wrestling if they do that right. Like with that. I was just looking at your figure. You have one of the best figures. The face scan is literally on point. Like, I don't know if it's because you're like you're bald and it's easier to do. I, I, I just think it's the Neanderthal look. I really think it's easy to duplicate. Bro, they got, I swear to God, it's a mini head of your head. Like, yeah. that's how spot on it is. The face, they, I, I agree. I those so those face scans. I had to do those in San Diego. They go, the, the, they, they tell you the, the stiller you sit the better they come in. So I locked in on those face scans. Brother, I didn't move for I don't know how long. They just kept scanning around me. I just looked like a Terminator, like not moving. I barely breathed on the verge of just collapsing, just trying not to move with it. So I got pays off for you future wrestlers out there and the WWE people or AEW. When they tell you to sit still on those scans, sit still, it pays off. (laughs) Big guy, can you walk us through what it's like to have you, when you get your first figure made? Like... Um, like, like, I don't know, just the process, like, like when were you told, like, like, can you walk us through that story? If you don't, I just remember when they they do your face scans. So that gets done in advance, but you typically then know if they're doing your face scans, they're going to make a figure of you with that. So it's kind of you then, I I don't remember, like, I'm pretty sure talent relations, like whoever the Mark Carano or somebody, whoever's in it, in that position, whoever's in it now, like if you debut and you're on the road, I'm pretty sure, and I can't remember specifically, but I want to say they like tell you, like you always go check in at talent relations when you get to TV, you go get your schedule for the week, you get any paperwork, they need you to sign documents sometimes 
for because they're constantly like work visas or things for like tours coming up. You're constantly got like that you got to go. They have packets for everybody every week, pretty much, or stuff for you to do. So you go check in. So it's like one of those things you get. You go check in, and they might go, "Oh, you're getting a figure, big guy, or something." You know what I mean? And you're like, "Oh, yeah. cool." But so it just kind of was just like kind of just in. I mean, obviously the first one, the Skip Sheffield figure. I was. I mean, I was pumped out of my mind. I thought it was a really cool. Thing. Oh, you had a Skippy NXT figure? Yeah, yeah, Skip Sheffield from NXT, yeah. The Nexus oh, Skip I, Sheffield. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. Bro, they put, the, so my, you, I want you to go look at the picture. Type in Skip Sheffield picture. Okay. So right now. this was when Skip Sheffield, so people know, the difference between Ryback and Skip Sheffield of Nexus and Skip Sheffield of, I mean, Skip Sheffield of NXT, I used to grow my hair out a little, and I would, because I, it made me look friendlier, I thought, than having a bald oh, head. Wow. But okay. but so my hairline doesn't normally they picked the worst photo of me. That photo that they used, it was they came down to record us at Florida Championship Wrestling. This is before the NXT, they had to get all the footage to make for NXT with us. And so Caval like had a had a hair trimmer or something. Somebody had a hair trimmer. I think they like buzzed their head bald. And I and I go, I had a widow's peak where and I go, oh, I'm gonna straighten up my hairline. I don't know why I thought of doing this. <laughs> I'd never had done this ever in my life. So I randomly like shaved my, my widow's peak shorter to try to make my hairline straighter. And it just looked really, really dumb. Like it didn't look good. Got it. And so we had to take photos that day. I go, oh man, this sucks. All my photos are going to be with this really bad haircut. And sure enough, that's what they picked for the Skip Sheffield action figure. I just figure. posted, anyone who's interested to look at it, I just posted it on the Ryback show uh, so you guys can see the picture of it. Let me, uh, I'm going to go look at it again. I just want to. I picked I picked the picture of you with the hair, big guy, as well, so you could see if that's what you're talking about. Let me see. It probably is. Yeah, that's uh. Yep, you can see. I mean, it looks horrible. Like, uh, geez, oh. I don't think it looks that bad, big guy. It well to me it does because I know what it normally looks like. I gotcha. It was. Gotcha. It's usually pointier, and like I don't. It was just. It was oh, like I. It just what, makes what me was cringe. That character? But like I saw you wear a cowboy hat. Were you like um... a corn fed a corn fed meathead from College Station, Texas? And my uh, catchphrase <laughs> my catchphrase was it. "Yep, yep, yep." What it do? Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> oh, yep, yep, yep. That's why uh, that's why Chase was saying "Yep, yep." yep. Yeah, I got little it. stalker I got boy. It, it was uh, but <laughs> Skip Sheffield's catch. Uh, I will say this: Skip Sheffield was very popular down in the Tampa, Florida, Saint Petersburg area with the moms. His, yes. his his catchphrase was choosy moms choosy choosy moms choose Jeff easy moms choose Skippy. <laughs> yep yep yep. What it do? Shoot. <laughs> Holy shit. That that was my T-shirt that I sold down there. Choosy moms choose Jeff easy moms choose Skippy. And on the back it said, "Yep yep yep." What it do? Oh my god, that is genius. I've been I've been pretty decent in marketing for quite a while, Shawnee. That is. <laughs> commented he said that this was one of the first deals one of the first figures to come out the Mattel deal was your figure yeah that was probably and so they did they did a good job but then the ones after that so that's probably that's the only figure of me ever in trunks with that and then uh what I do have to announce the so I and I gotta wait I'm waiting to hear back to fully finalize it but we we talked yesterday for quite a while me with the Josh with the zombie action uh zombie with the yes. action figures, I'm going to be doing it. I believe we're going to be doing a limited edition uh, Ryback debut singlet, the Terminator machine singlet 
that WWE never did. Now that I own yeah. the trademark and I have the singlet, we're going to be doing the Ryback debut singlet. Um, I can't wait for man. a limited. I, I think they're wait. doing one thousand two hundred and fifty of them, and then after that one sells out, we're going to be figuring out the next one to do it like in a few months later so this is hopefully going to be the first of many to come on this with them wait till you guys see how great this uh the the zombie action figure line is like they, they he is he makes some incredible figures yeah. and i am so excited big guy for you to get a new figure and one that's that you're gonna make money off of and uh and and be able to sell yourself you know and yeah. get signed at meet and greets and and i'm so happy for you big no guy. thank you that, this is why again wanting my trademark i could do these deals now no matter what i do I can yep. do deals with independent people. Nobody can ever stop me from that. And like, exactly. so it's good for them. It's good for me. It just It's just extra money. It's good for fans because it allows me to put my creative ideas like to like, oh, hey, they're not good. Like WWE never made certain ones that fans wanted. That one was one that I've heard them talk about. Oh, I wish they had the, did a, uh, one of the debut singlet where it was the Terminator uh, machine one. I go, oh, now we could do that. Really cool. So, and I yeah, own my name. Yeah. It's not like it has to be Ryan Reeves or anything. It's Ryback. It's the it's big, Ryback. Yeah, the big exactly. guy Ryback feed me more. It's, I have everything. So it's really cool, man. And that's the thing. So, like I told you about um, uh, Godfather, one of uh, another toy maker that we know, uh, he made a, a smoke train because he couldn't make the Godfather. And if you if you hear, oh, we're selling a smoke train, you don't know that that's the Godfather if you're not looking, right? Yeah. So like that's why it's so important because <clears throat> there's some Godfather fans that are out there that probably wanted that figure that didn't know about it. You yeah. Know? It's just um, it's a and, thing. It, it's a real thing, man. It's just heaven. It's so I'm I'm excited. Shawnee, yeah, hold on. Let me read this super chat real quick by, yeah, by yeah. Jay you Smith. Want to take some calls too, yeah. Because I was sometimes I miss a super chat occasionally. Go ahead. Uh, he goes, uh, "This is my last super chat ever. I've made numerous super chats in the past. We'll still be watching vids. I have the technology ready, set, go. Thank you, Jay Smith. Let me hit. We've got another one here. Any good memories with uh, Batista? With that, and uh, that's from uh, Gabby Hirolu. Thank you." Uh, yeah, the Royal Rumble 2014, I believe, where uh, me and him had a face-off after he came in. He eliminated a bunch of people, and it was me and him. We squared off in the middle of the ring, and uh, he he punched me a few times. I punched him. I think I threw him into the corner, uh, and I went charging in to, like, meat hook him, and I think he backdropped me over the turnpost in the corner, the the the, the turnbuckles into, over the post. And eliminated me. Uh, that they and that was the year he won the Royal Rumble. So he was very nice with me. He uh, we talked for quite a bit before the first. I remember he came over to me and he goes, "What the hell's going on with this place?" He goes, "What are they doing with you?" He was just like, "He goes, he's like he 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 had seen the things that had happened." And I just go, "Whatever this place was when you were here, it is not like that anymore." I could tell you that. Who was that big guy? Batista. Batista. Oh, Batista. Yeah, and he found that out very quickly, actually after and he and he was the nicest guy in the world he always was really cool with me they were filming his documentary i got to make a little cameo in that he he uh came over to me he, to get me on the camera for the for his documentary and i always thought that was really cool and it was just to put me over he literally came over and he goes i used to look like this guy and i just go i go you still do brother <laughs> <laughs> And because uh, but he was complimenting me like just I was Jack, but I was like he yeah, was he still was saying, I he, used to be Jack. He yeah. was still Jack though. That was I was like, Jesus, you I go, I think we're the same size now, so you were way more Jack than me. <laughs> 
I think what happens to them, big guy, when they get to be the movie stars, I think they don't work. Uh, not that they don't work out as much as they uh, as they did, but I think it's like a different kind of workout to be more lean, right? Yeah. So I think even the Rock, like if you look at him, he's way more uh, he's way more lean than he used to be. Yeah. Know? Well, they have him. The Hollywood likes the guys to be. That's what Cena even lost like twenty pounds. And yeah, then he, Cena looks so skinny. Even though he's him. not, he's still huge. But you're used to looking. He's you're used to seeing him a certain way. They just like yes. people to be. They want you to be a little leaner because a lot of actors or actresses are much smaller. So yes. they they look huge already as it is. Being, oh, I see. So it fits more with that. Yeah. Whereas, like, you. they don't want him looking like bodybuilders as much. So they tend to lean down and slim. That's like a very that's a that's a very common thing in Hollywood. That like you know, if you look at the Rock Dwayne when he first got into Hollywood, he lost a lot of weight. I mean, he his muscle he looked lot. he looked nothing like he looks now. If you look at some old photos, like oh, I'm, you're right because I watched the rundown or whatever. That was one of his first movies, you know. And, I think and, Tooth Fairy you know, or whatever. There was shot. enough. There's some photos I remember during that period where you could. And don't get me wrong, he still looks great. Like just compared to what he was, yeah, you, you could tell he'd slimmed down. But that's what but those guys, man. You've seen like some of those guys. Matthew McConaughey, like, has done some. He was just on the WWE's The Bump. I saw. He's done some crazy body changes. Mark Wahlberg's done some crazy body changes for roles. Those what was guys. That movie about the the curator, uh, the guy that like caught AIDS, and like I think that was McConaughey, wasn't? Yeah, wasn't it? I think his and he and- lost a bunch of weight. He's he's put on weight for roles. He's he's done some. They do some crazy things. But typically, though, bigger guys. They instruct to, to to slim down a bit with yeah, everything. So, but Batista was really cool, man. I, I enjoyed. I was. Uh, I wish me and him could have had a program. He he's just a like you just tell you the best. He's just you could just tell he's like you could just tell he's normal. Yeah, like, <laughs> like a normal guy. Like yeah, he yeah, yeah, he's yeah. just a guy, and he, he has great genetics, and he, he had clearly worked hard to get into WWE and make it through developmental, and like. But you could just tell, like deep down, he's a, you could just tell he's like a good guy at heart. Like, that's the best way. Like, he didn't, you could tell he didn't get involved in politics. Like, he didn't, he didn't get, I could just tell. Like, he was like, he's just, you could tell that really quickly with somebody. So, I was, uh, I I enjoyed him. So, that's good to hear. I always love hearing that about people I like. But I think that's why, too. And I'm happy to see him be successful doing his own thing. Cause I always think, too, like, he would kind of, everyone kind of has their thing. Like, he was, it was always him and Cena were the two guys, but Cena, they always let do the movies. They didn't let him do anything. With it, and I think they they always kind of treated Cena a little above him, right? Even though he had an amazing career, but I think he was arguably just as popular. Like I, I liked him more, like with that. But I think that yeah. Cena always kind of was just had that Vince. They was always the guy they kind of had in that role with that. Which um, and, and Batista was a little older or whatever. But I always think I just look at that thing. So I'm happy to see him like go make opportunities for himself and 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 do really well because he's a good guy. Let me uh, see here if we got any questions. And then we'll take a call. Uh, yeah, Batista, two thousand five era with Eddie Guerrero was the best. I agree. That was a really good, a really good, good time period with that. I always enjoyed their their little segments together. Let's get Zygarde on. Zygarde was the one, I believe, right, with the passing of the grandfather. Yes. Good memory, yes. I took my brain feed today. Zyg- <laughs> Zygarde, how are you? Um, I'm feeling a little bit better. How, how are you two feeling? Yeah? 
Doing well, buddy. Very sorry for your loss. Um, just bear with me just for a sec. Jack, you can't call in when mom's calling you. Ma, the meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right, Zyger. We'll get you back on, bud. Mom, on the Ryback show. <laughs> it's always that's how it always goes. He, he literally was waiting, and we click, and then right away she goes, Zygarde. I know. I heard him right away say, Jack. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never let go, Jack. <laughs> I'm always mad about that with Titanic. By the way, that was on a couple weeks ago. I really think I. I I really think there was a way for them both to get on that wood contraption. Hey, bro, you haven't seen the videos? There's videos that show that there was enough room. The, they did. They did the math on it, bro. They, I did. I didn't know they did the math because I've seen like the, the the memes where they have like all the French bulldogs on it, and, like it's everything but Jack. <laughs> Which bro, they did the math on it that showed there was a, a, at least room for one more human on that. What a that what a door. heel that Rose turned out to be. Then, jeez. I know Rose was like. I'm not gonna lie. If I was Rozo after all that went down, and then the 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 guy that she was gonna marry that had all the money, there was that scene where they were on the boat saved, and like she yes. tried to like, I would have just let my hair down and gave him the biggest hug. I'm back. <laughs> oh my god, you survived. What happened? <laughs> Like one of your French women. Yeah. That's one of my favorite. I'm so, I don't know what I was thinking. He, I let him go. Don't worry. He's gone. Yeah, I think that was one of the first times I actually touched myself was when I saw that. <laughs> when Rose takes off her shirt, oh, yeah. I was like, oh my. That was the, I think that might have been the first set of uh, boobs that I've ever seen. She I was sm smoking hot in that, man. I was seven years old, and little Shawnee went from six to midnight like, <laughs> like a jet ski. Like, woo! I was like, this is what I'm growing up to. <laughs> I, I, so this is funny. I like how we just share random stories. I mean, I'm going to share a random story. I think I was in – I was with uh, the – I was again, I'm, I'm, I'm on TikTok, so I'm going to word this. It was okay. uh, what great – for my first uh, – we're going to say the word pubic separately. Okay. Okay, so that – wait, we got that clarified. And then I was in at eight, it was in a sixth grade center. I was in sixth grade. And I remember I went to school that day and I came home and I think, I, I don't know if Mighty Morphin Power Rangers was going to be on. And I had to run and go take a, a piss real quick before. And I remember that was the first, I just had one long hair. Um, and, the, and, that, and I remember going like, whoa. And I thought it was the coolest thing ever. And then I plucked it out. But it made a core memory. I don't know. It was just a, I just remember I came home from school and I go, where did this thing come from? It wasn't there earlier in the day. That thing grew like three inches in like the course of school. I go, what an amazing thing the body is. <laughs> 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 100,000 views for that. You're welcome. Keep keep writing about all the other guys. They get one, 2,000 views. I could talk about my, my, my first hair, and then everybody goes crazy. I can eat chips and get more people watching me eat chips than people watch Monday Night Raw. You're welcome. <laughs> people try to insult me. I'm like, you go record yourself eating chips and not say anything and try to get 4 million views. Like, okay. Like, let's let's be honest here. But the, 
Did you just fart, Shawnee? Oh, I thought I made you. I thought you were laughing so hard you farted. <laughs> Hold on, we got a new caller here. Who's this? Mark. Uh, wait, I can't see. Let me click on that real quick. Do a little background. Who says that Jack is a speaker in here? Wait, who? Oh, it, it says he. I don't see him anymore. He, he kicked off mine. Oh, that's weird. That is a weird. I don't know what. Uh, Spaces is playing with us, big guy. Get his mom on to have a conversation. <laughs> Skippy will show them. Yes, yeah, get Skip Sheffield on the phone. <laughs> hello, hello. Welcome to the Ryback Show. Faraj, you got to unmute your speaker, bud. The bottom left-hand corner. All right, he's back. All right, what's going on, guys? Not much. How are you? Good. You know, this is my second time calling in. I and, think. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the actor or inspiring actor. Um, so I know what it is to feel like, you know, going after your dreams and passions. And so I'm right there with you right back. Uh, <laughs> but... Look, so I you mean my know. passion of being a porn star? <laughs> oh, I forgot. It's the right back and Shawnee show. My bad. I forgot Shawnee. <laughs> Shawnee's slowly taking over. He's working his way in. He's infiltrating. Dude, my whole day. I talked to Shawnee now. Morning. Now we're at night. We're, we're catching up at night on TikTok lives. We're just... We're DMing throughout the day. It just it's a beautiful friendship that's taking place on the Ryback show. Yeah, you know how many people are jealous of Shawnee that he is like the co-host now? How many people he's infiltrated his way in into being Ryback's best friend? It's crazy. Chase is banging his head against the wall right now, hating his approach that he took of threatening to kill me and my whole family rather than just being cool and nice. He was like, "Oh, how did I mess this up?" <laughs> But that was what his first thought process. He, he tried to neg me, like make me feel bad and thought that that would bring us closer. Instead, he's just going to go to state prison. And then Shawnee just sneaks right on in. Literally, just first time, he just calls in and we just hit it off right away. That's called chemistry, ladies and gentlemen. I would have never, ever called in if it wasn't for him, to be honest. That's what he was actually, he was just a small piece in the bigger picture. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you're right. 100%. I love it. I He's love actually going to, that's going to be his story in prison that while they're all listening to the Ryback and Shawnee show, or the Shawnee and Ryback show, I'll probably have to take second billing here pretty soon. The uh, that, that he was the one that actually brought us together. And he's going to be playing clips of like, this is what got me in here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie's like the first fan turned wrestler friend. Like wrestlers don't do that. He went from a fan to a friend. That's crazy. Yeah, I it's... have to say I, I, I've seen it done before. I become friends with uh, uh, Ryder and Hawkins, yeah. and uh, <laughs> I, it, it, the thing is, like, people don't understand. Like, I look at it like I'm not a. I, I like listen. I'm a, I, I call myself a Mark, like jokingly, but I'm not really a Mark. Like, if I saw a wrestler, you're a positive fan. Like, Marks are negative people. I call so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know, but like. Like, like, I just, I wouldn't, like, go out of my way to, like, like go, like, I, I just wouldn't inconvenience them. And I think some fans, I get how excited they are, and I, I completely yeah. respect it. I do, but you got to understand from the, the wrestler side, like, that might not be the best way to go about things if you're trying to be their friend. They don't want someone who's going to be coming up to them and screaming, like, oh, my God, it's Ryback. Like, you know, like, <laughs> like that. Eminem, Eminem wrote a whole song about Stan. I mean, that was. Do you think that that song was just like out of the blue? Like, no, that really happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But 
but I understand why fans, and that's okay. Like, not every you're not going to be friends with all your fans. It just doesn't yeah. happen, right? But um, a lot of them too. Yeah. What here's what happens. This is why too. Like fans, this is why like with women too. You got to be careful that are huge wrestling fans. And I've talked about this before. Not saying you never say never, but like I, I typically don't date like women that are huge wrestling fans because they they vary. They they like to like just in general anybody who's like a hardcore like whatever they want to go tell other people things about you so they look cooler that's like it's a real thing so like if you get to know somebody and then they start hanging out with you i've had this happen like i remember i had I had a woman over and was was dating her she was taking videos and photos of my entire everything in my house without that me knowing is, yeah oh my god, my I, god this is why i think the way I, i've seen it firsthand they like and then like they'll record you while you're just in there I had one recording me while we were in the in the living room before, and I go, "What are you doing?" I, oh I looked at her God. phone, and she was recording I, me. I would have freaked out. Yeah, so it's you got to be very careful because they're constantly looking for things to have on you to have or to show other people, and like they're they go tell the other wrestling fans, and they think they're the cool one because they're hanging out with you, but they're like gossiping in the process. You know what I mean? Like, but that is yeah. awful. I would literally, big uh, guy, if I ever like. Honestly, if that happened to me, I don't know what I would do. I would Bro, I'm telling you, I just, I just cut it off after I just, I, I've learned. I go, well, I've just got to, I just see common things with certain people, yeah. and that, and that's not to say one thousand percent of one hundred percent of the people are going to be like that, but of course, more yeah. often than not, that's the case. That's honestly why a lot of wrestlers aren't super like friends with a ton of like people. Like you got to be very careful, and along comes good ones that are just common, have common sense and decency, yeah. but not everyone does with that. Yeah. So. It's... Barrage, what was your question, man? Yeah, yeah. Interrupt. yeah, no, absolutely. I, I'm still here. I'm still here. Okay. Um. So, uh, I have two questions. I'll keep it simple and quick. And so, so Ryback, those stories you're doing about the WWE thing. Yes. Dude, you got me hooked. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a book. Thank it's you. Like, it's, it's I agree. Like, I've talked about all this on the show so many times in the in the entirety. Not so many times, but multiple times. And it's so hard for people to process because there's so much information. So I'm trying to do this in, in little pieces for you guys. So everybody, and like if anybody ever wants to like question what I'm saying, you can go back seven and a half years, seven years, six and a half, five, and go back the numerous times. And the story is going to be exactly the same with it because I lived it. And it's like, it's so I'm just recounting the things that happened so that fans can understand that this, everything that it spilled into creative, the things that were going on backstage with it. And then I'm going to further explain on the, on the coming ones, how WWE, like we're leaking out things like where they had Michael Hayes leak out that Brock Lesnar beat me up backstage. They were trying to do things to take away my credibility and hurt me with the fans while I was there. That was tied into the legal stuff to make my life more difficult with this. So I'm going to really paint this picture for you guys all the way through how many ever parts it takes until the time that I left WWE. So. Yeah, no, no, but it's just like the way you ended, like, okay, keep on, like, <laughs> and then being good, wait for the next one, I'm like, damn, this chapter, it's like a Netflix series, it's like episode one, two, three, and, you know. Thank you. No, I'm, I'm glad, my buddy messaged me, and he goes, oh, man, he listened to the first one, he goes, hey, he goes, he knows the story, he goes, I, he goes, I already know what happened, he goes, but I can't wait for part two. <laughs> yeah. Okay, real quick, and then, um, with Cena. Yep. Okay, so. You know, okay, I know Hollywood does right. Okay, do they bring him back for like viewership? Is it nostalgia? It's like, is it taking away anything from like younger talent? I mean, I get it. Ratings go up. Everybody loves it. Yep. Uh, but it's like, you know, what, what is the reason? Is it just just nostalgic? No. So I think it's multiple things. One, they do get they they cash in on a rating. 
Two, they cash in on, on it, it refreshes his merch sales by putting him back on TV. The longer you're off TV, the lower your merch typically will go. So when you make a TV appearance, he gets a surge in his merchandise. Even if he doesn't become the top seller, they make way more money on his merchandise at the live events and online. So that's the, the first two things. And the third thing, which might be the most important overall for the business, is they give use him to give the rub to new talents. In, in whether it's in interviews or raising L.A. Knight's hand or being the referee for Miz and L.A. Knight, you're giving the rub in showing that he, who is considered the GOAT by Vince McMahon or the one of the all-time greats, right, they are showing that he is acknowledging today's superstars with that. And that's what, like, Bruce Pritchard will talk about on the podcast. You get the you get that Hogan, the Hogan dust. It's like you're getting the Cena dust where it makes – the current talent even more special in the eyes of the audience and the kids watching because they can then see them by people who are legends. And they're like, whoa, I'm watching somebody that could be a legend too. And it raises their stock. Even if it's just a little, it raises their stock yeah. with that. So that's like, you know, when I got into the main event, you know, with Punk and Cena and Jericho and these guys in wrestling, it helped me elevate me being in the ring with Randy Orton, different guys. It elevates you because fans then see you as a main guy with the main guys. Wow. Does that yeah. make sense? Oh, of course. I mean, yeah. if, if anybody's going to know, you're going to know it. And, and it totally makes sense. Also, okay, last thing. I enjoy it. Look, he was in India recently, and he had the Indian colors on because, uh, like, his shirt is, like, Indian colors. They're, 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 they're Olympics and cricket team. I don't know yeah. if they didn't deal with it. But, like, uh, they, you know, I guess they do cater to their audience. And I'm a Pakistani American myself, so he's a big draw. And by the way, and I don't think he's ever been to India. India loves the larger than life superstars too. I think that was done. That was probably done on a deal. I bet WWE probably worked out something very financially lucrative for them to bring him over there for that. Yeah, India and Pakistan. Because I'm, I'm Pakistani American, but I was raised here in uh, California, Southern California, but my parents are Pakistan and I'm Pakistani American. They love WWE. Yeah. Whether it's because they're larger than life and they can never do it, it's unfortunate. Whatever reason it is, a lot of Indian and Pakistanis are mostly mostly Pakistani. They don't reach that level or they always look at them like, oh, they're the larger yeah. than life. But, but, um, it, but it just, it just, yeah, they're huge fans. I know that everyone loves uh, WWE from that part of the world. I agree, uh, and it, you got to remember too. They're so far away. It's like it, it's like we don't, you're not performing there three, four, five times a year. They only really go there once every handful of years. So yeah. it, it's a big deal every time they go over there too. Yeah, and he's like Mustafa Ali. He's Pakistani. Yeah, from Chicago. He did it, but a lot of them don't, man. And so, like, it's a big deal when you see an Indian or Pakistani in WWE. Like, uh, obviously, Ali and uh, the the. A lot of them. <laughs> there's, there's gender, didn't the, the two guys of, with Jinder Mahal, um, yeah. what were their names? And I, I apologize, I forget their names. I, they, the twins. Oh, uh, the Bollywood boys. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, they had Jinder go over there, who they used before with the championship. And like, and yeah. even though he's from a different place, but he has ties. Like, it, it's just so, it's a great colleague coming back there who, who's insanely popular in India. The yeah. biggest star India's ever had. And like, so it's just good business all the way around when they do that. Yeah, gender's a big guy. They don't look like that uh, in India, a lot of them. Gender is like genetically gifted too, where he's yeah. tall and, and then a big guy. Um, but uh, okay, so last thing, because um, I could go into the Pakistani Indian thing, that, that, that part of the world, like how they, 
look up to American sports and American athletes so much. It's crazy, man. Yeah. Especially you too. They love you. And um, thank you. Okay. Last thing. Um, CM Punk. Okay. Dude. Okay. The guy, you know, like he always talked about that he wasn't a great athlete growing up. He always had a chip on his shoulder. He found wrestling, and then he got he got drawn to it, and he became this. You know, that was his passion, his dreams. But it's like, do you think he carried that over for the rest of his life? It's like he still has that, and I, I, I like, and even when he wrestles, he kind of looks goofy. He doesn't look like the most cleanest wrestler either. Yeah. And so, like, um, you think that chip just carried over his whole life, and and do you think he even cares? He's conquered everything. He got the money. He got the, yeah. the wife and all that. Do you really think he cares that? Oh, AEW fired me. Like, really? I want to know. He's I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what his financial situation. I know he spent a lot of money on that WWE lawsuit, most most definitely, with things and like. Oh, it, okay. it's, uh, um, the only thing that uh, uh, that Punk ever did good was marry AJ, uh, AJ Lee because she is absolutely a smoke show. <laughs> <laughs> I always, me and her, always got along. You want to know too, Shawnee? Me and AJ always got along so well. Like always, like and then when she was with Phil, like I we we didn't not talk, but I hardly it just just hello pretty much. That's it, it's such man. a crazy, but like sucks. yeah, I don't know what he might have had rules. She's not allowed to talk, you know. To big jacked, good looking guy guys. Like, that, <laughs> like, yeah, and you don't say this, I'm saying it. Um, but like, you don't think that like a guy that controlling of everything about his life is not controlling with his wife? Come yeah, on, like, I, you know, I thought I saw her walking backstage with handcuffs and a muzzle on too with him when he was with her. She, she wasn't allowed to, she and a leash. He, he had her, he had her with a leash. He had one of the CM Punk dog collars they were selling at WWEshop.com around her. And like, and they were like, everyone's like, what is he doing? <laughs> That's a joke, everybody. That never happened. <laughs> you got to, you got to clarify for certain people out there. Well, I think, I think Macho Man gets a bad rap. I think. Lenny, Lenny came out and his brother obviously uh, came out and said that. Uh, listen, honestly, if I, if I the, the worst thing that Macho did was bring Elizabeth into a wrestling. He even admitted that at the end. Oh of yeah. His career. Oh brother, that's I, if you was married or had a girlfriend, the last thing I would do is like, hey, you want to come be join me in wrestling? Like, no. Exactly. <laughs> you want to join my uh, me and my uh, a thousand buff dudes in the back? Like, Vince you know, instantly like, would write the angle where it, in, in the cuck <laughs> angle instantly with it. Yes, yes. Just, uh, and he, yeah. he admitted it. He admitted it. He yeah. said, like, that was the biggest mistake I've ever made in my whole life. And, and, and look at what happened. It led yeah. to uh, her untimely death, um, uh, hanging out with Lex Luger, right? Um, well, and, that's just and, the uh, drugs, everything. It, it's just like, you look yeah, at Sonny. Sonny, yeah. you know, was going to go to med school or have, had everything in front of her. And, you know, the, like, the Sonny business. was the, the most beautiful. Yeah. I mean, oh, my God. Bro. And it's just, it's like, heartbreaking. It, it's like her. that. And you can't, it's always up to the individual how we can react and things, but like, it is a very tough life that most people can't, just yep. can't, you know, comprehend. But I want to talk yeah. about, Faraz, thank you very much for, for yeah. the calls today thank with you, everything. So, and we'll get you Sorry. back on again, and uh, I hope you have a great day. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. The Shawnee, uh, I was going to tell you too, with everybody out there, I, I on Netflix, the new OVW show, Wrestlers. Oh, yes. Yes, I want phenomenal. I'm on episode five. It is. I okay. am hooked. 
who's your favorite so far, big guy, out of the wrestlers? Uh man, it's uh, I, well, I, I'm always well, I'm, I'm, I just, I love Al because Al, it, it makes. Oh, he, I love oh Al. I'm not even. Including yeah, I know. Him. I'm I just saying Al. in general, he's. I've he's the to me the star of the whole thing with and I hope thousand percent. But the they, they are featuring the wrestlers. I'm I'm curious so far, and I don't want to spoil anything for people that haven't watched. I'm trying to think. The uh, I, I tell you the, the the cash flow guy pops me. For, I was gonna say that. I just I even though he's older and he's realistically probably not going to have like a, a you know being on TV. Yeah, I, yeah. I hope he actually gets insanely popular off this show so he can me do too. like I don't know why. Even though, like, cash flow on the show, he's older. I don't think he's ever gotten his big break or anything. He's an older white guy. Yeah, Yeah. white guy, a little bit of body fat, but clearly has muscle, too. He works out. But he reminds me, like, his diet is just a little bad. Like, he likes to drink maybe a 12-pack every night. Like like a Babe Ruth. Yeah, yeah, he's like, like, yeah, Babe Ruth. That's a good, like, he's, but he works out. They have shown him in the gym. He does, he's a wrestler. He has heavy hands, throws the big chops, and, uh, I just think I, I I just pop for the name Cash Flow because I was like me too and, and it fits his personality too so like I don't know man I, I love him and I love uh, I, I I like the girl the heel girl Elaine yeah I think her name is what's um, the is that what's the girl the blonde twenty two year old she looks like a little fat I'm talking about that's the one that's so the one. I dated a girl in Louisville and she was probably the the hardest I've ever fallen in love she reminds me of those Louisville girls they get you. Uh, Man, it, like, I can't imagine. You got it's just yeah. there's something with like a little bit of an accent. Like she reminds me a little That's bit. That's what it is. It's the accent. She reminds me a little me. bit of one of my ex girlfriends down there. That was even though she looks a little different, but she has the blonde hair like her. With it, yep. but a little feisty too, and I, I go, oh, "That's those Louisville girls." That's why you did the skip gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, "Hey, she, I, I'll give her a cowboy." <laughs> I'll show her the uh, no, but it's they, they've got it. They're doing a good job of like the characters are getting getting established. I I hope that show does really well, and they're telling a good story of like not being profitable and creating some drama. And like, I I, I they think said they're losing thirty thousand a month. Oh my! I didn't know. Oh my God! I didn't even. I didn't miss that part. You didn't hear that? I like, missed it. I must have went to the. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just yeah. know they constantly keep talking. I didn't know it was thirty thousand a month. I could. Oh, it was thirty, and they're losing twenty to thirty thousand a month. And um, they said they only if they can't uh, flip it around in a couple months, they're gonna go back. Like they they have to stop it because they're going live on TV. They're going live on pay per views. Yeah, they're paying for all the production and. Um, they had like uh, in the la- last episode I saw. It's not spoiling anything, but they had seventy four pay per view buys, which is terrible. And they needed, and I think he needed five hundred. Anything yes, in, if it was yes. under like four, so, I think anything under five hundred, they were going to be losing money. Exactly. So he actually needs way over five hundred to actually be turning a profit. Like, because exactly. if you just sell five hundred and ten, you're like barely making. You're just making your money back. You need to be getting like seven, eight, nine hundred, a thousand buys with that to like actually be making money. Yeah. They said they, the, the owners that bought in said, we don't care if we don't make money. We just don't want to lose yeah. money. And you, that's the issue. So you, they're even okay with, but that guy, Matt, who one of the guys, the radio host who bought in, he seems like a little bit of a dick, you know? Yeah. Oh, I could do what too. I'm not judging the show because sometimes for these things, they have people, even though this very well, may be very real. Sometimes they kind of put things in for the drama or like they'll have people, but they also sometimes highlight how people are to play up on that. And then they feature that. So he very well could be like that. I can see why he rubs Al the wrong way. Cause I know Al pretty well from knowing him and like outsiders, how if they, 
the guy comes in and acts like he knows everything or just the fact that he thinks that he does. It's like, yeah. it's just like, you're not, you, Al, I'm telling you, Al's such a good guy with it. Not saying Al knows everything, but the, remember, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. No, go ahead. Remember you told me Al would give you the ring dingers, the best ring dingers. Oh yeah. His, his wife is a, a masseuse. I didn't even know that. Oh, we, me and him have a lot in cards, man. That's, I would, I, what a, what a catch that is. That's, <laughs> oh my God. It's like, literally he's sitting there she's massaging him i'm thinking in my head like no wonder why he's in such good shape <laughs> yeah dude, he's brother he i'm telling you the, the ring dingers are the neck crack with the towel where it's just so people don't get the wrong impression thinking it's something oh, yes, else yes, the yes. uh but you take the towel and you you, you loosen up the guy's neck and somebody sits on your legs and it's the pull it's a jet ja the yep. japanese technique it pulls your whole spine and everything from your coccyx yeah. bone all the way to your all the way to your head just completely yep. releases if you're really tight it is, I mean, it, you literally will feel your, feel your hands tingle, like every, like your nerves, like it, it is, oh. I have to feel that once in my life. Brother, I tell you, if anybody, I wonder if he's still, I would, so here's, uh, I, if he's still doing that at OVW, I'd go down there just for that. The, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I was thinking though? I go with, I go, if I say it's having everything and like, I, as soon as I hear them with their, I go, cause you know, I was, I was a former OVW heavyweight champion. I go. Maybe yeah. if I if I didn't go back to TV anywhere and I get cleared, I go, man, I would love to just go do a run down there. And OVW, and, I was thinking, and, and that, like right? I go, bro, we could sell out those towns. Oh my god, and bill me on every town easily, and, and do merch and just I go, I could turn them profitable pretty quick. <laughs> like if easy. like legit, like and not but do TV and like they uh, and I talked to Al a couple of years ago. Actually, we talked about that, but I go, I'm not cleared, Al. He was and that would actually probably that might have been when they were filming all this even. I didn't, oh my God. but I wasn't even, I wasn't even, I couldn't go out. I'm not, I can't do of anything. Of course, you're not clear. Yeah. And, but we talked for like an hour on my phone and, and I was in my uh, truck at the time. I remember we, we had a nice long conversation and caught up and uh, so, but I hope they, I hope they do well. I have a feeling this is going to put them on the, on the positive on side the of map. things. Yeah. There's this guy named Mr. Pectacular. I love yeah. that name. Jesse Goddard's, uh, I, yeah, we Jesse, follow each other. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he followed me like a while ago and I'm like, who is this guy? He's smart. He follows everybody and then they follow him back and he's he's really good with social media, but like I knew him before the show because he had followed me. And I looked at his page and I was like, oh, this guy's pretty cool. Like and then I didn't know he was in OVW, but then when I see the show, yeah. I'm like, oh my god, that's the guy that uh followed me on Twitter. So, it's He cool hasn't that, like, he hasn't been featured yet on there, but I'm sure they're going to show him at some point. Well, they uh, he hasn't been featured, but he has been shown. Yeah. Um, but I, yes, not like the main star. I haven't yeah. seen him. I thought he would be on more so far. So I don't. But he used to be their OVW champion for quite a long time. I think. I think you're right. I think you're right, but I can't confirm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was, or he had one of the championships. I think I'm pretty sure he was the heavyweight champion for quite a while. With that, wow, I, that's that's crazy. So, man. That's but yeah, they're doing a good job with all of that. I highly recommend people. It's highly recommend it. It like, brings back good memories to see that building because that's where I came from. That's where Orton, Cena, Batista, um, Brock they they started training in that new. That was new when they started training, and then when I got there and my our crew, Miz and everybody, it was that was the Danny Davis was the arena down there that he owned, and then Al bought that from him, and then brought in I think. Partners was when they one of the owners, big guy? he might have been at one point in time, or if, he might have had I, he might I don't know specifically he was heavily involved I know that much but, yeah yeah, but yeah I don't yeah, know yeah. I don't know if he had if, if he did have ownership stake or if he did he he sold it back to Danny or somebody so got it 
but yeah, it's uh, I highly recommend that show. It's a good. It's so far season up on episode five. So I'm trying to trying to finish sure. it. You want to do one more call, Shawnee? Yeah, big guy. Let's do one more call. ZDP on. here. We got a. I think is a new caller. Yes, yeah, I see him waving. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Rebecca also. Uh, she, she's the one that always says she can't make it. Yeah. What? What is? Hello. Hey, can you hear me? Uh, yes. Hey, I'm, awesome. Sorry, I'm at work right now, man. I was actually in this Netflix documentary. Uh, I'm over at OVW. Oh, are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wrestle under DDP, man. I'm, a, I'm in a possessed group over there with Amon and Ronnie Roberts. Can you get the sound? I can barely hear just for the listeners listening on all the other uh, plat. Are you able to speak into the, the where you can make the sound a little better or no? Elon's trying. Elon knows we got somebody from the wrestlers Netflix series. He's like, no, 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 we're not giving him this one. Can you hear me better now? I can. Yes, thank you. Yeah. So you're you've been you're on the show then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first five minutes, uh, you see me on the first episode, and I've been in every episode, uh, all seven episodes I was in. I I don't got no talking parts or nothing, but I'm in it. Good deal. Oh, that's dope. How how many beers can Cash Flow, flow drink? I know you know. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure how many he can drink, but I know Al still does the towel next. Oh, brother, oh, I, that, that makes me so happy to. So does do everybody line up? And he is he still is he still got it? Oh yeah, dude! Everybody be lining up for it after big shows. Oh man, I'm telling you, he's the best neck cracker I've ever had. Hey, guy, we got it. We got it. I take a trip down there. <laughs> I just want to book a trip to come to just come get my neck adjusted down there. We'll film it. come book me for an autograph signing and do it. If I can get a neck adjustment, I'll be, we'll call it square. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you do funny. for OVW, brother? Uh, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a wrestler. Oh, you're a wrestler. Okay. How old yeah, are you? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm a wrestler. I've been wrestling since uh, 2000 and up. Uh, 15. Good deal. How old are you? How old are you? Yeah. I'm 28. 28. Very cool. Matt, you guys are very lucky to have Al. I tell you, he helped me so much. And he, everything that he says, I tell you, I, I talk, I told him this when I talked to him a while back, it like it, things that even if I didn't understand it at the time, I understood it later and it helped me make a lot of money. Like he, I he has such a great understanding of psychology and just like he gets it. And like, so when he tells you guys things, I hope you guys, I hope you listen, because he, he... Oh, absolutely. He, yeah. uh, me and him, that, like you said, making money, that's like our biggest talks is how to treat this like a business and not just try to be a hobby wrestler. Yeah, and it's physical acting, and like you embrace the role, and like we're not always going to like the role that we play, but if you do good business and you keep a good... ...that he cannot speak, but like everything he says is spot on, man. Yeah, that's true, I, too, man, because, like, that's the, the role I'm in. I'm possessed, and uh, I wasn't too thrilled about it in the beginning, but I feel like I've done pretty good with it. You know, you got to a picture of ZDP on the chat, guys, if you want to go I'll retweet that. But it's like you got to, until you go, you know, until you make a name for yourself, and but that's how you build trust with promoters, and, like, you know, and, and they you earn their trust, and by playing the roles that they want you to play, and you do good business. You ignore what everybody says because it's physical acting. It's not real in the sense that, like, you're not really winning and not really losing. So it's just yeah. a matter of do good business and you'll get better opportunities if you if you keep a good attitude more often than not. 
Oh, what year were you at OVW? Uh, 2000. So I did Tough Enough. I went there briefly before. I went to Deep South Wrestling in 2005. I think I was there in 2006 and seven. I was at OVW. And then, Do you uh, know, uh, yeah. you know, Rudy Switchblade? Yeah, Rudy. I know, uh, white, white, he was White Powers down there when, uh, he's on the show I've seen. Rudy Switchblade was my trainer. Yeah, I remember he was down there when I was there. I remember that. I remember him. Uh, that's cool, man. It's good to see a few. I saw some familiar faces down there. I think uh, was it, is Doug Basham down there too? Yeah, yeah, yep. Doug Basham's there. Yep. He was always very nice to me uh, when I we got to see him on the main roster. I wasn't down there the same. He was already out of there when I was there. But it's good to see some original faces still helping out and everything down there. You guys got a good deal, man. I'm, I hope you guys really, really do well moving forward. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, I feel truly blessed, man. I just seen that you were on the live. You were talking about the Netflix. I was like, oh, I got to get on this. Yeah, brother. Tell Al and everybody I said hello and, and great job on the show. Yeah, I'll tell them tonight, man. OVW Live tonight on Fight TV. Is that okay? Good deal. So OVW is tonight on Fight TV? Yup, yup. What time Every is that? Thursday. What time? Uh, 7 o'clock. Is that uh, Eastern? Uh, yeah. Seven Eastern, four Pacific on Fight TV. Good deal, brother. Well, I appreciate you calling in. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. Brother. Good luck, man. Thank you. Look at that. ZDP doing some promotional work for that OVW wrestlers. I know who's going. I know who's going over tonight. <laughs> Al, let's get that man a W tonight. This man, I don't. I cash flow's not on here. I let's damn it, cash flow. Yeah. You wouldn't promote a show if you're not going over, right? Yeah, brother, we got to get ZDP. A, we got to get him a big win tonight over here promoting on the Ryback show. I got to get cash flow in here. Maybe I'll, uh, maybe I'll message him, big guy, and see if we can get him. The up. Andre the Giant of OVW, cash flow. I want to know how many bottles of wine cash flow drinks before he goes out there. I'm going to do my best and see if I can grab him. Cash flow, I'm telling you, knows how to party. I already know. I know that he, like, brother, I want to eat a burger with cash flow. Me, him, and the big sausage doing the feeding time together. Bro, I'll go to OVW for a free signing for a neck adjustment and a feeding time with cash flow. <laughs> CDP, if you could hook it up, bro, let cash flow know that we want to get him on the show. That would be amazing, man. I want to talk to cash flow for Al. We'll get, we'll just call Al. Al will make everybody do it to promote the show. You're friends with Al. What am I thinking? I'll just text Al. Al, can you get cash flow? Can I get cash flow on the Ryback show tomorrow? To promote, Al would literally have him on. He would make him miss work to do the show. <laughs> I, told, I, I was like, "What am I thinking?" Of course, you're friends with Al, like you know. I love him, man. He's he's you know Al's he's it's, it's I'm happy because everyone saw like tough enough how like it's not an act and that's what like it makes me happy. Like the things that you see, like even though he, you know he's getting older, he looks phenomenal and he's keeping himself. Oh, he looks great. He's had his he knees replaced, great. I believe, but but like. I just because all the wear and tear on his body, but like the guy knows pro wrestling. It makes me happy that like it's so rare. Like I don't think there's anyone like him, like giving back still. Like what he yeah. genuinely loves wrestling and cares about, like helping talent. Not everybody's yeah. like that. Like a lot of people yeah, make right. their money and they go on and they want to do other things. He just likes being around the business and like he's literally given these like so many of us made money because of Al. So yeah, like yeah. And he even talks about me in his book and like he didn't. He didn't know if I was going to go on to have a great career or not. He even says, I think he was the most shocked that I had the success that I had. But I was like, wow. I I know why he said that is because I came from Deep South Wrestling. And when I got to Al again, 
in, in OVW, I was literally shell-shocked from like all the negativity and I was a little scared with things because of kind of the environment that I got brought up in the first year with it. So I held back. I was very reserved and I would, but I, I had, I was, I had all this in me, but I was afraid to let it out. And then all this stuff he said, and I went through all getting fired and getting rehired and like re kind of discovering myself, it all just clicked. And then once it clicked, there was no stopping me. But he even says like, it's like, if you just listen to him and the people you, I'm telling you, you can make so much money in wrestling. But even if you don't, even if you don't, it's going to be a memory. It's going to be one of the favorite parts of your life, like the 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 time that you have down there. So, yep, that you can just tell how uh, passionate Al is, big guy. And, yeah. Uh, and and when somebody has that type of passion, and the not not only uh, it's the passion that makes you right, but like he has the brain, and he knows why. To, like I've always found myself asking questions. Like if I see something happen, like I I understand like like how it's done, like why it's done, but I want to know how, like how something is done, like why is this done that way, and how is it done? Like and he can explain you know, when, that. He can explain that's what I'm just yeah. gonna say, big guy. He can explain everything, and that part of the business gives you so much of a jump. When like, and I'm not a wrestler, but it, that's that in in terms of any business, right? Like, if you know why things are done and how they're done, it gives you an advantage, right? Yeah. Like common sense. Him so, and Doctor Tom Pritchard, they're so good on the psychology and just explaining certain things and behavior. And like Al too, like even during the the show on one of the one of the episodes, was talking about how like he's like it doesn't need to look like an acrobatic mat. Like everything doesn't need to look like acrobatics. It needs to look rough and like a fight. And like that's these guys get that. And like they're not going. They still allow you to go and put the moves in at certain times, but they'll teach you the in ring psychology and the basics that like maybe a lot of independent wrestlers aren't getting or they think doesn't matter. They'll teach you how to sell properly. They'll you'll, you'll know why you're doing the things that you do. And that I'm telling you it is it makes you light years ahead of all the guys because like once yeah. it clicks for you, wrestling gets really really easy with that. So it's cool. That's what the lady said right uh, in the in the in the um in the show. She said it's like a light switch. Once it clicks on, you just get it. Yeah, and I can't explain it, but like it was wrestling was always frustrating until it clicked, and then once it clicked, and I think clicking is just too letting yourself trusting your instincts and knowing and not being afraid either. And like not being afraid to mess up and just go out there and have fun. And it really does. That's what like it gets so fun when you can get over all that fear and like you're not afraid of being judged or messing up. But like you get that way, though, by listening and then practicing and getting confidence. And then all of a sudden it's just like, whoa, I get it. And like all this stuff makes sense. And like whereas it'll seem like individual pieces until that time. And like your body, you're trying to like process everything. And then like but you've just got to break it down. You've got to put in the work and the effort. You've got to watch tape. And, like, I, it makes me happy when I see him watching tape with the wrestlers. And, he, like, that's the kind of man, like, not a lot of people will make time for, like, guys to go come over to their house and hang out with them. And, like, I, it's just, he's a good, he's a good dude, man. He, yeah. there's not a lot of guys like him. I hope people realize, like, that's why I'm just hoping this thing blows up for him. And, like, me too. he put I'm in a lot to this. He didn't have to. And he probably has a lot on the line, so. Yeah, and I'm sure he got paid. Um, I'm, I, like that's why I'm thinking like some, it, like I know they're probably losing money, but I'm sure this show. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't. I, I don't think they would film for free, right? You know, like I'm guessing they. That is design. a yeah. I I don't know if Netflix. I, that, I you would imagine they had to have a deal because Netflix makes money. That's what I'm saying, so, right? They're not going to just allow them to film for free. Yeah. Right? So and, I would say they probably got a deal. So this show, but they have the story because that was the story before the deal. 
Yeah. But I would also say, though, if the show, like, the deal's probably not as good as if the show is successful and they get on for more series, that it will be even bigger then. Like, they, like if this is a success and they do great numbers for Netflix and they decide to do a season two or a season three, right? That, like, those deals are definitely going to be oh, bigger. Those deals will be better than the yeah. first one. Yeah, so that's yeah, why I'm hoping. Yeah. So that deal, though, because this deal, too, also, but these companies, you got to remember, they have all the power in the world. So they could, like, literally go, hey, we're just going to give you $50,000, which, but the opportunity, if this does well on Netflix, to that, make money by fans yeah. going there. So that, yeah. yeah. So yeah. like, but yeah. that 50,000 might, and great, it's better than nothing. But if it's only one season, then it's kind of like, well, it gives them a little bit of a boost, but it's not, you know, but so, whereas opposed to like, if they land a season two and three and sign a really big six figure deal or something even bigger, if this thing blows up, then that's monstrous in that opportunity. So, but that's sometimes yeah. what these big corporations will do <laughs> is the, the guy vows in the chat. Oh, is he? Let me... <laughs> he says hello, biological. Uh, 1990, <laughs> 1990 to 2000, hello, ladies. 2003, uh, hello, biological. <laughs> then he said, Al Snow, however, felt the money shot multiple times. <laughs> and then he said, if you Google dank anarchy cannabis, you will find my cannabis friend. What? What is Okay, what is it? Dank uh, anarchy Canagars with two N's. Okay. C A N N A G A R S. I'm gonna go look that up myself. Val, can you can you do? Uh, they don't let you send it to New York. If I message you, can I buy it directly from you? Tell him you want him to directly ship it from him. You want you want to know that it yeah, came directly. You want it shipped from Val Venus. So tell him that's what. <laughs> You want him to do personally, you'll pay extra for the shipping if he puts his. I would, the, uh, I haven't smoked in a bit here, but I, I, I like the sativa. I could do a little indica at night before bed, but I'm a sativa guy. He said he could come on tomorrow for five minutes, but we've heard that story. <laughs> I want him to come on longer. I mean, five minutes is great. I want him to come on. I know. I don't. He, it's not his fault though. He he literally know? told me this. He said he can't come on during the week. He works. Oh yeah. That's he right, he did. That's he, right. he so he did yeah, clarify. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. but he has. But like maybe that's what he mean. Like it's hard if he can only pop in five minutes. I I didn't like I didn't even know he was in the chat until you just told well, me. He's on the YouTube chat. My friend John was sending me this. I missed shots. it because I've been looking at my. I stay my eyes. I don't always look. And if I scroll, I gotta like go back up and look, and I can see him now. He meant today he could come on for five minutes, but we missed it. It's okay. It's all right. You know. The uh, he said tomorrow he has more time to talk. Yeah, if he has more time tomorrow, I'd love to have him on. I'm always yeah. Val. Just Imagine if you come, if he just pops into the Twitter Spaces, I'm like I can literally see his face on here. I'll know when he's in here. <laughs> Like I could get him on right away. I know he goes on to the YouTube. We told him a million times, go to uh, Spaces, you know? He's in um, YouTube I'm with a mask on. I don't know where he is all the time. The masked <laughs> assassin. Over there. I, want you to, Val, I want you to throw in a jerk rag so I know it came from you. <laughs> <laughs> He's hiding in the YouTube chat in a cloud of smoke. I can't see him. It's puff, puff, pass, brother. Come on. Imagine we get Val and, and Cashflow on. In the Bro, video. that will be, uh, that will make my day. I'll pull out a bottle of Jack Daniels for that one. I'll pull out the old Arrow Pro pro, pro weed pen and a, a bottle of Jack Daniels for those two. You guys will get the best. Ringside News will have about 20 articles up of me that day. Just a complete. <laughs> I'm freaking dead, man. Oh, brother. Oh. 
on, man. Always, man. Yeah, we'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap up here, and uh, I'll be on. I'm gonna be on do a TikTok live later, and uh, yeah, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna ask all my followers to follow me, like on Facebook, because I have five thousand friends on Facebook, but I never use TikTok, so like I never ask people to follow me before. Oh, you're you gonna know? be there with the between that and the lives, when people are gonna Shawnee Caulfield guys on 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 TikTok. Follow him, so he needs a thousand followers, so he can come. They can show him on the live with me. Yeah, if you don't mind, guys, I would appreciate it because they make you have a thousand just to get on the video. It sucks, yeah. you know. And uh, I want to be able to talk uh, instead of not seeing the, the big guy. I would like to video chat so I can actually see him when I talk to him. I know? can actually too fix my video chat where the screen is a split screen of equal size. Says yesterday I had the people small. I forgot I could adjust that because like that way it, the screen is split and it, it everybody it's a better it's better for people watching so oh it's a better experience because otherwise you look really small on my screen with <laughs> that we want that. people to be able to see Shawnee with the shirt off and the headset just <laughs> all right big guy yes i'll talk to you later you man. too have a thank you buddy have a good one good deal the big sausage ladies and gentlemen thank you thank you with that we're going to go ahead and we're going to wrap up today's show, guys. I got to get a bunch done here and uh, my week off from training, but a lot of conditioning and sauna, a lot of shoulder work. I had a huge day of scar tissue on my shoulder yesterday. I mean, major, 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 like very, very positive direction. We are going and just getting, it's, it's a lot of work, but we, we are getting closer and closer. So thank you all for the love and support. Please check out my Feed Me More Nutrition over on feedmemore.com. I've got my Ryback Pepper Slam Chug Challenge, guys, on leagueoffire.com. If you want to check out your mental toughness and, and do the Ryback Pepper Slam Chug Challenge, it comes with the instructions. If you want to post it on social media with it, it is intense. This is not, you can use this sparingly as a hot sauce on your food, but this is meant for a chug challenge. You essentially just chug it all in one sitting, whether with a straw or just through the bottle. And it is intense. So, Check that out. If you've done the Pocky One Chip Challenge, this is even more intense than that. And uh, But it, it's a good way to test your main, mental toughness on that. And LeagueOfFire.com for all of that. Sorry, what was that, Val? Hold on, Val says, <laughs> Shoddy, uh, I remain undefeated against CM Punk, Triple H, and every single prosecutor who has attempted to steal my money in the extortion rocket called Traffic Court, hashtag undefeated. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, if you got time tomorrow, Val, I'd love to have you on. It'll be great. Even if it's like maybe if you could do 10, 15, 20 minutes, that'd be awesome. But uh, just let me know. If you go into X Spaces on the show from there, if you just go onto Twitter and uh, you'll see the, the X Spaces going on. And then I'll see you. I can even add you on on my own as long as I see you in here with that. With that. And it'll, it'll be pretty easy. So, but uh, thank you guys very much. Again, great episode. Great. Uh, thank you for the super chats and, and all the guests, people calling in. And until next time, my friends, stay hungry. Feed me more. Hey, Rybackers, don't forget to hit that like button, smash that subscribe, and shell shock those notifications. For the best supplements on the planet with Feed Me More Nutrition and all the latest cool new Ryback merch, visit feedmemore.com.